0: Hey, this is Jacqueline. Thank you so much for tuning into Current Mood. I really enjoy doing the show and putting it together, but it does not happen all by myself. (laughs) Let me tell you. I have an incredible producer, Jarrell Perry, a network of truly supportive family and friends and also listeners. Thanks, guys. And I also use Anchor, which is a really cool way to make a podcast. With the Anchor app, you can record and distribute your podcast. You can also track your analytics. You can add music to your podcast. It's a really neat platform and has totally expanded the way that I do storytelling. Um, If you wanted to check it out, you could
1: download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. When, When you're feeling that way, the only person that can help you is yourself. Like You have to be aware of it and accept that that problem then like okay so let's look at it in the face and let's fix it
0: hey welcome to the current mood podcast this is your host Jacqueline Marie Current Mood is a series exploring self-care techniques, mental models, and core patterns propelling our increasingly digital lives. Through conversations with founders, entrepreneurs, educators, and executives across creative disciplines, I get a chance to learn about things that work for people in their everyday lives. In this next conversation, I got a chance to sit down with Ashley Outrageous. Ashley is a boss at the intersection of music and art. She's been doing this for a long time. She does everything from creative uh, strategy to artist management to event production. She's just like, she's like a secret weapon like Swiss army knife. Uh, We got a chance to talk about just kind of like her professional background and and how she's seen social media and the internet evolve um, in the music industry over the last like 10 years. Um, We talked about time management as an entrepreneur, uh, what, what, like a healthy workflow looks like, working horizontally and including others, and then of course we got into mental health. We talked about just like people pleasing and self love and codependency and how those are all related. We talked about establishing healthy boundaries and just kind of knowing when to take a break. We had a really good talk.
1: Hey, welcome to Current Mood. Thank you for having me. Your I'm nails, excited. Yeah, your nails look pretty fun. Thank you. this is my nails are my my thing. They've been my thing for the past five years, you know because fashion i'm I've always been like very chill but when it comes to nails. I'm like, pow! <gasps> there's your fashion's on your hands. yeah my fashion's on my on my nails and I you know it's on everything else, like I don't dye my hair, I don't really cut it often. It's like this is really the most grooming that I do. I know your eyebrows look pretty good. Yeah, they get threaded. That's <laughs> it. But, you know, I always buy, buy the packages for the threading. Oh, for so, real? Yeah. Oh, wow. So the deal.
0: Packages? Mm-hmm.
1: You know, like, you can get, like, you buy three for the price of two, or, you know, whatever. That's I'm be... all about the deals. I'm the budget baby. That's You're what my friends budget? call me. <laughs> what is that? I just, you know, I'm here for the deals. Coupon <laughs> queen. Like, I'm just, you know, trying what? to be realistic with stuff. Literally, when I shop, I'm always like, wait! I got a coupon. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Don't put it yeah. back. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I wish I was better at that shit. I don't know. That's become a hobby too. And I'm, I'm just like, even if it's <laughs> online shopping, I'm like, let me look at like retail me not see if there's a couple of coupons <laughs> for like a 10% off free shipping something. Wow. wow. So, um, I'm here
0: with actually outrageous. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and, and, um, yeah. So what do you do? What's your, what's your profession, my friend?
1: So, um, I've done quite a few things throughout my life, but I like to say right now I'm very focused with three, which number one would be artist management. Mm -hmm. Then two is event production. And then three is just being a creative consultant, which, you know, that, that's pretty broad of what (laughs) that, uh, Really encompasses because it could be if I'm giving brand names for like people to seed products, or if I'm suggesting how an artist should go about a release. You know, mm. really, it dep- it depends the project project cool. to project basis. Yeah, that sounds fun. But more so, management has been a focus right now. Yeah, and I've been loving it. So, what kind of people are you managing? So right now, I have one. Let's call her. I'm like a mixed media artist. Her name is Deanna, goes by It's Cobal on Instagram. Um, she's awesome, mm-hmm. so talented. Mm-hmm. She is my first artist who's not a musician. Mm. Um, then I have another, mu- then I have a musician. Mm-hmm. Um, she's based in Florida, but I'm still working on that because okay. I highly believe in artist development and she will officially be my first artist that I'll be you know that I'm gonna be even bringing to show everybody that I'm managing. So hey guys, I have something to show yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> in a sense, I'm like really nervous about it, but it's like a good nervous because I just believe in her so much, and she's super talented. And so even when I mention it on mm-hmm. like to people lightly like this, they're like, "Well, who is it?" And I'm like, oh, it's not ready yet." I, because okay. you know, while I've been, we'll <laughs> I've been in music for so long. How and, long? Oh my god, I've, going on ten years now. Like, cause I started when I was young. I'm 29 now. Mm-hmm. And I started, yeah, when I was 20, like, getting into music industry via my blog. Ah, that's how it all started. Yeah. That's
0: how I started, too. Yep. The blog, blog was my internship. <laughs> was your blog called Ashley Outrageous? Yep.
1: Where'd the Outrageous come from? Before I had the name Ashley Outrageous, I had a nickname throughout high school Um, that my friend, when I told him he had a blog, and then when I told him like I want to start a blog, like I liked what he was doing, he was like, "Okay, well, we need to give you a new like, we need to give just, you a stage name, yeah, like a name." <laughs> so, outrageous came about because I guess I've just always been like loud and out there, and I'm just randomly shouting something, <laughs> and it um it still goes with my initials because my last name is Ocampo, so it's still A O. So even till this day, like people. Either call me Ashley, some people call me AO, and it's funny because the AO is still my initials. It's outrage, right. Ashley Outrageous people are referring to, but it's still yeah. Ashley Ocampo. So yeah. it works with both. And it's just, it's stuck for, yeah. for that long.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how I know you. I had to Google your last name to yeah. put you on security. <laughs> I clearance can't have to told get up you here.
1: that.
0: <laughs> I know, but I was like, it's ah. definitely,
1: it's on my LinkedIn too. It's like Ashley Outrageous Ocampo. Oh. <laughs> and it's funny because, uh, even so with Deanna, the, Mixed media artist that I'm managing now. I have an email account for her. Mm-hmm. And, um, that one says Ashley Ocampo, but at times when people email us for work inquiries and it's coming to my email mm-hmm. and I know them, I'm like, Oh, hey, it's me, Ashley. Outrageous. Cause <laughs> most of the time, most people don't know my real last name. Right. And they're like, Oh my God, I didn't realize it was you. <laughs> uh, you should have told me. <laughs> yeah. So you've been like
0: with the blog world. You've been kind of like on the internet and doing social media stuff before it was really what it is now, right? For what? To eight, ten years? Yeah. Tumblr days?
1: Oh my gosh. Pre-tumblr? Yeah, definitely. Tumblr days. Oh my gosh. I, you know, I was just an internet kid. Yeah. Even starting from, I remember the first thing I had was a AOL homepage. Oh, okay, bro. With all like the little, like the, the glittery fonts and stuff. Like I live for that. Do you have like Um, a, what
0: was your screen name?
1: Is it embarrassing? Oh yeah! I know. I got, I got a. I got one too. It's pretty bad. Mine was like Miss Little Lady. Like what? Jeez. <laughs> yes. When I tell people, they're like, "What?" And if I showed you the way that I spelled it, you would be like, "Wow,
0: wow, whose
1: man's is this?"
0: Like, um, like from a rave it was like all different cat, like cats yeah, and Oh my kids. gosh, it's
1: just <laughs> ridiculous. And I even spelled rather than little l i t t l e, I spelled it l i d d wow LA. like and people were like lytle i'm like i was just trying to do it because like, i guess i think it was like the w- the correct spelling was taken so i had to switch it up oh my gosh okay but yeah like i've always been an internet kid so yeah. and then it went yeah to myspace and you know during that time everybody was teaching themselves html you, True. Know, log, you know searching up codes um and then yeah so like getting into blogging and then Blogging, getting me into doing digital and like social mm-hmm. for artists. Mm-hmm. I've always felt it really just came naturally because, you know, I had been a, a student of the internet since like, you <laughs> know, like it, it's like our generation, like we were like a part of the rise of the internet, like still like when AOL and you have to wait for it to load and <laughs> all up. that. Yeah. Dial up, <laughs> you know, so everything always just felt natural. And like I grew up, I never had a TV in my room, but I had my own computer. I was always fascinated by the computer, too. I was always... Because, you know, back then I had, like, the the computer with the big back thing. So I'm like, how are these things even made? Right. Like, how is it doing this? Same thing like a TV. Right. But, yeah, I I always had my own computer. Like, was it, like, DOS prompt days? What did I have? I'm like... I had a Dell. A Dell. Okay, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, I remember... I think the first time I got a Mac was... Right after high school, yeah, I went to Apple and now I've never looked back. I. Same. iPhone, the iPod, everything. It's too much. I know. Now I'm sucked in.
0: Adele definitely got me through college though. Yeah. I, yeah. (laughs) Shout out.
1: I think, and then my parents had like a gateway computer.
0: (laughs) My parents still have that. Yeah. (laughs) It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so who were some of your like early artists that you worked with, um, doing digital stuff for?
1: Um, the first opportunity I ever got to, with like, artists that I think are like known was, uh, TDE. Mm-hmm. My first project with them was Absol. Then my second, um, Absol was, a the control system. Yep. And then my second project, which was the biggest one was Kendrick Lamar's Good Kid Mad City. <sighs> and I did Amazing. digital and social for that. And to this day, I'm still like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe that I got to work on that album because it's yeah. one of my favorite albums. Like, I'm definitely telling my kids about this. <laughs> yes. You know? Um wow, that's so cool. And then so it was really primarily them for about two years. And then that just, you know, even that opportunity showed me more about myself and what I wanted to do and, yeah. and opened my eyes to more that I could do and that's when I feel like I definitely started to let the blog go and Mm -hmm. that's why I like to say like my blog was like my internship because (laughs) I didn't finish school and I didn't Mm -hmm. do like an official internship like you know let's say like nowadays people are interning at record labels or Spotify somewhere like you know I I didn't have that my blog was that and Mm -hmm. making my name for myself with my blog was my way to even meet people and like and to move and shake and to network and mm-hmm. going to events like South by Southwest mm-hmm. and A three C or even CMJ. Sometimes I'm like, is CMJ still a thing here in New York? <laughs> I don't know. It's um, possible. So
0: what was like digital media, social media like for Good Kid Mad City for Kendrick Lamar? What year was
1: that? Um, is that two thousand thirteen or twelve? I know it was in my young my young twenties. <laughs> I feel like it's 2012 or 2013, yeah, but that like was, a lot has changed you know, then. yeah, like, um, like what was digital was marketing back then? Oh my gosh. There was so, it was just, One there was sheets. definitely like a, there was a focus on Facebook. Okay. Then, um, and Twitter, Instagram wasn't really like, it was like the thing just yet. Came around. Yeah. yeah. It was like still just like, you know, coming around, but yeah. And then it was just press making sure even like we were making, um, splash pages, or tickets and even, like, interactive um splash pages where, like, people could put, like, you know, the Good Command City cover was like, a Polaroid, so, like, people could upload an image and then it would look like the cover. Oh, that's cool. Which I know people still do, like, yeah. different websites and stuff like that, so at least, like, that's still something that goes on these days, but then it was a lot of even just brand partners making sure that we were spreading the word about that. I I remember being a high focus on Facebook, and I was recently cleaning out my room, and I had posted... Um, a photo that I had from a notebook where I wrote down social goals. Oh, wow. For them. Oh, wow. Um, and I'm, yeah, that was 2012. Cause I, the top of the, of uh, the notebook says like May 2012 through something 2013, like what the goals were. It was like for like six months. Yeah. So when I was looking back on that the other day, I'm like, oh my gosh. Like <laughs> this is, it was like, oh, let's get Kendrick to one million. Um, he's well over that now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, it was just oh my I'm oh like, it was I feel like it was so long ago I right. can barely remember. But I do remember that it was just, you know, like once in a lifetime, things I'll never forget. You know, and it and it really opened, like I said, it just opened my eyes to other things and what I wanted to do and yet being more so being a part of a team mm-hmm. and and helping artists and behind the scenes and you know, even making sure like we were showing their personality online via Uh, tweets. I remember like that was Vine was doing good then Mm -hmm. or like the video blogs, which were a hit. Right. People loved video blogs. I think like was Clefa did a great job with, um, the video blog, his dud. I think it was called like day today, his series. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, just making sure that their personality was seen online and that the fans can feel connected. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm always like, I always give. My grace is to TDE because without that opportunity, I don't, I don't know when I would have discovered that I wanted to do more with artist side. And yeah. you know, like my, my doing my blog stuff was cool, but I don't think I ever fully felt comfortable with like being like a face in front of the screen and interviewing people. Mm-hmm. I definitely started to feel more comfortable being behind the scenes and like yeah. part of a team and making shit happen. Yeah, which you do. Yeah, which I feel like
0: <laughs> maybe we first met at like South by.
1: I think so. I don't know. Long ass time ago. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to remember when that exactly was. Or perhaps was it my 25th birthday party that I had on your rooftop? Oh, yeah. yeah, There are photo, there's
0: photo evidence of that one.
1: Yep. (laughs) That was a fun party. That was a fun (laughs) party. That was a, that was a good party. That was a good 25th. I I remember that vividly. Do you remember it though? Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Well, the pictures help. But yes. You're like, is this my memory or is this a photo? (laughs) I go through photos all the time. I'm like, did this happen or I just remember the photo of it happening? Right. (laughs) I don't know. So what happened after TDE? Like, what was your kind of like foray into where you are now? Like, how did that happen?
1: So I moved to New York in 2014. And like top of 2014, and then you know that's when I was like st- I was still certainly figuring out what I wanted to do. You I- moved from Miami, yeah. Okay, I absolutely did not know what the hell I wanted to do. I just what knew I. Needed- old then? Right. No, but even then I was still I was 23 when I moved. I mean, what 23? Yeah, you know, I was. I just knew that I had you know been. I had my blog and I had been even putting on shows in Miami um doing a lot of like partnerships with brands that's when I I even like it was like at 22 I think when I first started getting like influencer checks and things like that and I was like okay like while this is cool and all
0: <laughs> I want
1: to do more yeah. I was already getting at you know i was already getting burnt out of partying and like hosting a party every week and then also doing like another event for a brand no it's like i just knew like that's not making me happy yeah and that was you know even when i was in miami i was still working for tde but Mm. you know digital i was doing digital so like it didn't matter that I was in Miami and they were all in L.A. And this right. is still like, you know, in the beginning phases of them, too, you know. Mm-hmm. So at that time, it wasn't nearly even as big as it is now. Right, right, um, right. Who was CD back then? It was just the Absol It was just It was just them four. Kendrick, Absol, Schoolboy, and mm. J-Rock. Now it's like. And now, you know, SZA, <laughs> Sir, Isaiah. Yeah. Um, Reason. Yeah. Lance Skywalker. Like. Wow the list goes like they have more people Shout now out yeah to e for Zachari, cool like yeah so back then it was yeah it was only them fours yeah. and like i said it was digital so i was able to do it but that opportunity did show me even the few times that i had to travel L- to la for for them or mm-hmm. going to new york that i just i wanted to do, do i wanted to do more mm. i didn't know what but i knew i wanted to do more than just parties and events. And I really liked this digital thing and what I was doing. So I came here and then I started to become, say if the boys needed to go on a press run and they were in New York, I would go, I would go along with them and help facilitate that. Um, Then I just being here and in the faces of people and being in people's offices, I started to, you know, people would see, okay, she's out here and then just get different jobs here mm-hmm. and there, be mm-hmm. it like, can you do this campaign? Can you market this for us? Can you help us book this kind of artist? It really like, wow. it was just all over all the place, you stuff, know, yeah. just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really, I was just figuring it out. I was, you know, taking opportunities of things that I could do. Okay. I can do this. Mm, do I like it? No, not really. And then even, so like I said, like I started, I was doing events already back in Miami, mm-hmm. but then I started to do them again in New York when I was just asked like, can you put together my listening session? And I was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I, I can get you a venue. And then I know somebody at a liquor brand and, you know, so we can have an open bar. And then I know somebody in another brand to like do some goodie bags. And then so I started to build up a like for production again as mm. when I was doing it in Miami, I was still like, I was doing it at the same time that I was trying to build my personal brand. So I felt that I couldn't do both at the same time. And yeah. I was like, okay, well I'm gonna let that one down and then I'm gonna keep going with like my Ash Outrageous stuff and like content in yeah. my blog.
0: Yeah, yeah. So what's it like now as you as you like kind of transition to working with artists, um, specifically in like mixed media, like how has your mindset with your business changed? Like taking on these like kind of new clients, so to right. speak?
1: Well my mindset definitely changed. It was funny because management has always been something that a few people would suggest to me, and they'd be, like, "Have you ever thought about management?" I'm like, "No," <laughs> like because at times, as, as far as music management, I, I'm sure everybody can attest to this. Like at most times, I don't feel it has the best rep. People are like, "It's glorified babysitting," so I was like, mm, "Can be," it can be depending on your client, True. right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I was always a little hesitant, but um people, don't, you know, would just say you should try it because, like, you know, a bunch of people in different avenues and you know you know how to talk you know how to come up with ideas that would be great like you should be managing somebody like plugging and playing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um so now it's been like i'll be at an event or something and i'm like how can i insert my <laughs> client into this and like who do i need to talk to or you know like <laughs> if something if something comes our way i'm just like okay like let's do what we're asked for you know what whatever the job is but then mm-hmm. how can we build on this relationship? And mm-hmm. I've just always been about relationships and it's it means a lot to me now, even getting in this management position that a lot of others that I've come up with and worked with, mm-hmm. that now I'm able to even hire them or call on them or even ask them for advice for something else. And it's cool because a lot of people that I've, that I've known for a while now, we've all come up together and Mm -hmm. like horizontally rather Mm -hmm. than i think i had mentioned this to you before rather Mm -hmm. than being like super pressed to you know we got to get you know we got to get like the gatekeepers or the people on top like we were all just like let's help each other across the board horizontally and so a lot of people that i've known for a while have have gone on to become you know high people at places you know be it a tech company Mm -hmm. you know a, a social network uh a streaming platform, like, so I'm I'm excited that a lot of these, even when my clients are coming up with ideas that I'm like, I don't automatically go into it, like, yeah, I know somebody, we're going to get it. But I do right. feel confident that I can reach out to somebody and I'm like, hey, this is our idea. You know, if you're interested, let me know. Like, if not, like that's okay too, not taking personally, but I'm able to treat everybody like a professional. I respect everybody as a professional, you know, and I will only hope to get that back, which I have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like this mentality is is now, it's only completely different. Mind you, I've only been in it doing this now for over a year. So it still feels new and I'm still figuring it out. still getting my feet wet. I <laughs> still feel like you have
0: the personality that you've kind of been doing a lot of these things since before you were a quote manager. Right.
1: You know? I feel, yeah, a lot of things I've been like unintentionally prepping for it. Right. So now doing it, even friends of mine have told me even like, you know, wow, like you've been happy and like more confident than ever before. And that goes, you know, back to say, when I was doing my blog stuff, like, yeah, I loved doing content. I loved interviewing people. But now looking back on it, I know deep down inside, there was a part of me that was just never fully comfortable with mm-hmm. like, being, you know, the the talent, like in front of the camera, I can identify with that. You know, I've done a lot
0: of BTS work.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, I'd rather stay back here. Yeah, yeah. No, we'll, we'll shoot you. You look great. You're doing great. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned
0: relationships and how you value those. Like, how do you... What's your trick? You got any tricks, bro? Mm. <laughs> I mean, obviously, be a decent person and all those right. basic things, but, like, in terms of business and the kind of work and the creative space, like, that's not something you hear, like, working horizontally. Like, there's all, there's... It does happen... But it's not something that I feel people champion. So like, how do you yeah. maintain those relationships?
1: I think it's, it, it is like cliche to say it by just being a decent person. But yeah, like I like, I like to check in on people, even if it's like at times, if we're just talking through like a DM or something, let's say like on Instagram, right? Or like Twitter and just like, you know, hope everything's all been well or like they reply to something I say or I reply to something they say. But even when, so yeah, it's really like checking in. And even when I see people out, I really, you know, like, I'm definitely over the, like, so what are you working on conversation? <laughs> like, cause it's always like, oh, you know, and then that you can have that 10 times in a row. So I just rather, I, you know, I want to ask people like, how are you doing? Like, how are you? Yeah. Like, not how's work? How are you? Right. You know, we can talk about that after, but like, how are you? And then when it comes to work, what I've been, I catch myself, I do this a lot, like, even with, um, Tiana, who I've been managing any of our clients, I'm making sure I'm just sending them thank you email. Like just a thank you email can be as simple as thank you for having us. We really appreciate your time. It doesn't have to be a whole paragraph or anything. Just a simple thank you email goes a long way mm-hmm. or you know just saying hello to everybody in the room if it's a client, you know. Mm-hmm. I I think it's really just being even like what's the word to say, courteous or something, you know, and just being thoughtful. <laughs> thoughtful, yeah. I, I, I do, I love sending thank you emails just to make people sure, sh- like make people know that we're thankful for that opportunity because at the end of the day, they could have given it to somebody else, you know, or if they feel like you weren't appreciative of, or something, might not hire you again. I don't know. I just always like to keep it cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. So logical, yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, I'm like, when I think about it, I'm like, I feel like it's it's not it's not anything too complex,
0: yeah, yeah. So I kind of want to get into this a little bit, um, the whole like hustle mentality, mm-hmm. especially you've seen the like the birth of this like public hustle on social media, yeah. Um, I don't know if I. I don't know if I'm curious. Like, how has that changed over time? Or I guess how has that impacted you and your work? Like, seeing what other people are doing and having it so visible.
1: Um, at there was a point in my life where I would see what people are doing because when you think about it, and like we're talking about what we see, what people are doing on social, nobody is posting rarely. <laughs> At least rarely, in my opinion, because there are some people that do, but rarely people are showing their losses. Everybody's just glorifying the wins and they're not showing you the downtimes and the, the times that, you know, you fucked up or you made a mistake. Like you don't really want to show that. Um, so there was a point in my life where I was comparing myself and I fell into that trap of seeing what everybody was posting and I was becoming Consumed with it. Really? Yeah. Like, like, I realized, like, I was, like, it was bad. I was full on consumed with it and just to the point where I just wasn't doing anything for myself. Or if I did something, I just wouldn't put it out because I was like, well, it was not good enough. Because then it was like, maybe if I was going to put it out, then I saw something else that day and was like, "Mm, well, you know, that I ain't shit, (laughs) you know? Um, And I went through just a lot of comparing myself to different things, people. Um, And it was like a deep insecurity, which I couldn't figure out why. Was it um,
0: gender based? Like, were you looking at other women and feeling that way or men? It was other women
1: and men. Yeah, it was definitely both. Yeah. Um, You know, just thinking like, am I not working too hard enough or what didn't? I do, yeah. you know, just all these different questions going throughout my mind, like at, you know, yeah. 10, you know, 50 miles an hour. I'm just yeah. like all these things going, going in and out. And, um, I think it was just one day that I woke up and I was like, okay, I can't continue to <laughs> yes, do this of it. to myself anymore. Yeah. It was even like yeah. I had to like cut back my time on social, but it was more, it was like, a lot of self discipline and you know and and talking to close friends about it yeah that, it was, it was um, like deeper than
0: socials right yeah. it was like other
1: stuff that you were dealing with yeah it was definitely like a few things and um you know i have my 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 close friends uh to thank for being like super understanding and like you know the times that i would vent mm-hmm. that they would listen and you know help guide me to the right way but it's still at the end of the day it's like when when you're feeling that way the only person that can help you is yourself like you have to be aware of it and accept that that problem and then like okay so let's look at it in the face and let's fix it
0: <laughs> wow. so
1: yeah that was hard alone and then it yeah. was like okay so like okay so how how do we fix it now yeah and then that was a whole nother hurdle to get over you know so how
0: do you fix it?
1: <laughs> I like I said I definitely had to. I just had to. It was like I just if I would start having a thought of like thinking of comparing myself with somebody, I just it was like I just told myself like okay we're gonna snap out of it and then just think of the own things that I have done that are really like that are great and like you know telling myself like we all have our own journey mm. we're all going at our own pace mm. it's fine like I'm not. I'm not, like, in a in a sense, like, I have to do these things by this age. It was, like, I was very close-minded in a sense, Mm. I I would say, then, of, like, just, like, you know, I got to, you know, do this by this age. Just, like, ridiculous things. I was, like, what the hell is wrong with me? (laughs) (laughs) Like, we're all on our own journey. It's fine. It was a lot of just telling myself, like, it's fine. Relax. Relax, bro. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Sometimes you have to do that. You have to like actively stop yourself. Be like, alright, time to chill, man. Like other people can tell you all they want, but like unless you actually admit right guilt <laughs> to yourself, right. Then you're not making any changes. Right. Yeah. So how did you create like new boundaries for yourself?
1: Um I think it also came with who I was around, mm, like certain type of friends. Do. Yeah. And like protecting my energy and like, you know, when I'm, when I'm, you know, venting about something that I'm upset about that, they're actually listening and not just like brushing me off. Um, or people, you know, that are just understanding, um, making sure that in those moments, sometimes if I was going down, like I could call on mentors of mine and they were like, you know, they, they would just, it's like, they knew, they always knew, like, the right things to say. Um And then, yeah, I, th- it was just, like, me- mentally, I had to, like I said, it was just any time I, when I would get a thought of starting to compare myself to somebody, mm-hmm. I continuously had to remind myself, like, I'm on my own journey. And then I, then when I stopped thinking about all this stuff, I really, like, focused and went into, like, tunnel vision mm-hmm. of, like, okay, what do I need to do? Right. And What do I want to do? What are my own goals? Mm -hmm. And just like forget about what everybody else is doing. It's fine. Like everybody's doing their own thing. I'm going to do my own thing Mm -hmm. too.
0: So the contrast like help you create clarity. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, it really like focusing in tunnel vision was a big, was a big thing. Mm -hmm. Like I really had to like zone in Mm -hmm. and like just like as if like, you know, like going like cold turkey, just like cutting, like just stopping. Yeah. The the comparison. Yeah.
0: So the reason why I asked you to come in here is because I saw an Instagram post mm-hmm. that you posted, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like two, three weeks ago. Yeah. And it was, it really spoke to me because like you said, a lot of people don't post their losses or they don't post like real shit. You know, it's right. always like, some, this is amazing and this is happening. Yeah. But your post was about, I mean, it's about a lot of stuff, but what really got me was like the self-love part yeah. and just like this idea of self-love and like codependency and, mm-hmm. you know, dependent on other people and kind of like seeking love in other places. Mm-hmm. Um, Than yourself. Yeah. yeah. So how did you get to that point where you're like, I'm comfortable enough to like actually tell my 20 something thousand followers? Right. This?
1: I think it's just because as of, as of late, I've been seeing multiple people talk about it. And even mm. there's, there's friends around me that are, like quite a few of them are recently like even starting therapy. Mm. And I just feel like it, like anything, even like starting therapy or like if you're feeling down or something, you know, there needs to be more conversation about that. People think, you know, people knowing that it's okay and not to be embarrassed or ashamed of it because I, I really like we all go through this. Yeah. There's even somebody that's like, "Oh no, I'm okay." Like, yeah, you're okay now, but you're gonna say like there wasn't a moment in time. I feel like everybody has gone through that that moment, you know, yeah. of like when yeah. you're like, "Look,
0: like I you can't even it look re- yourself repeatedly. in the mirror." Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a daily practice.
1: <laughs> yeah, like you know, like I I have I've had like. A tough, you know, like not even, it has nothing to do even with my upbringing, you know, both of my parents still together, like were very loving to me. Mm-hmm. I think it was just, yeah, it was, and even like, even growing up, like high school, everything, yeah, like I was always fine. It was definitely like the whole like early twenties thing where I started to like freak out a little mm-hmm. bit, like, wait, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe is it because of, like, the industry that I'm in and, like, the pressures of people or even the way women are looked at? And Because there was a time where I was like, you know, do I need to change things about myself as mm. in, like, body type because I'm so tiny? You know, Like like, now it's like I'm 29 years old, but if you saw me on the street, nobody ever guesses that I'm 29 years old. <laughs> I'm like, you know, they think I'm, I might you card know, you. But, yeah, like, a bar. yeah. Like, like <laughs> I definitely still get carded, but you know, I'm still looking, not, you know, even the musician that I'm ending, she's 19 years old. It's like, we, we stand next to each other. You might think we're the same age. And I'm like, no, oh, I'm a whole ass 10 years older. Than her. <laughs> I'm a decade. She always, more. she always laughs when I say that. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm old next to you, girl. <laughs> I'm 10 years older than you. I've been through some shit. Um, but, uh, I lost my train of thought here. But, um, yeah, like I, I don't know, like, where, where it all, where it all came from. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I, I think I do think it was because of, like, this industry. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, it has to be. (laughs) Like, every time it's like, it's like, I try not to say that it is because then people are like, well, why are you still in it? And I'm like, well, for one, because I love it. I just, I just had to overcome that myself you know it was more like it was more like me like being confident with myself and who i am as a yeah. person like yeah. not even just like not even about like body type nothing just like i i loved music and mm-hmm. i still do and you know like i've I've loved it since i was a kid making my own mixtapes and making them for my friends and middle school and stuff and doing graffiti on everybody's backpack like wow. hip-hop has been like a life of mine going to shows like Two, at times two to three a week. There was a point where I was going to two, three a week and I just love live music. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like finding self-love was important to me. Cause yeah, then codependency came in where it's like, you know, I was in a relationship and you know, always wanted to be with him and you know, oh, you want to come with me to this? Okay. Well, I won't go. Like if you won't go. Mm. Um, and then even I remember there was a point where I hated eating alone. Like when I moved to New York, mm. like, you know, I don't, I was always like calling everyone who are, you? is anybody close <laughs> to here? Is anybody, does <laughs> anyone want to meet for lunch? And then like, you know, I love my alone time now. Yeah. I guess maybe that comes with the age or something. Yeah. Yeah. That could be part of it too. Yeah.
0: Um, When you say, when you mentioned the industry, like what industry would you consider yourself in?
1: I mean, well, like everything was like music industry and like I feel I, I still work in music when it comes to like event production and all that. And even like brand mm. partnerships, like I work closely with, uh, Flapper Zombies mm. doing their special events and brand partnerships. Um, I didn't expect that. Oh, yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's family right there. That's squad gang gang. Um, and yeah, with them, it was because they're independent artists and I'm like, Mind you, they're my very close friends, but I, but I also am a fan of their music and they just do an amazing job when it comes to their album rollouts, their merch. Like, they're just sick. Like, and they do have a crazy fan following and yeah. like they do super well for being independent artists. But when it came to branded stuff, I was like, well, why aren't you guys having any branded stuff? Like, you know, there would be like campaigns that I would see and I would be like, well, why the heck aren't these guys in this kind of campaign? So you know it's like knowing people that i knit from music industry i started to Mm -hmm. pitch them for things and we've been able to make some cool stuff happen but um yeah it's like still most people even i know when i go to industry events it's all music people so i'm like so i guess it's music And then even with um working with deanna Mm -hmm. um you know things have come full circle with we're still able to work with music things like you know like she just did her first stage design at MoMA PS1 and that came through a good friend of mine, Jonas, who I know from like when he used to be at SOBs. So he's still, it's like, it's still like music stuff. Yeah, so I'm like, yeah. it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely still music and like music is my my passion. It's my number one. And that's why, you know, I wanted to, start managing with a not a musician first which mm-hmm. is Deanna mm-hmm. although the worlds definitely collide art and music yeah and then now with the musician that I'm doing with the artist development you know that's still like I was like but I still need to manage a musician like I gotta I gotta still do music I just I love music it's always gonna be a part right. of my life right. forever I will be that lady at the concerts <laughs> where my kid is with me with the big headphones on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love parents like that.
1: Um every time I see it I'm like that's going to be me. <laughs> yep.
0: So with all of your working that you're doing, how do you create the boundaries when
1: you're not working? <laughs> or like when do you turn off? You know what? That's a problem that I have. I recently went to this past June I went to Spain for my birthday and it was like when I'm like opening my door to even like go down into my Uber. I was like, do I bring my laptop? No. And then my friends are like, leave the damn laptop. And I'm like, okay, okay. And it's funny because even when I do go on vacations and I bring my laptop, you don't I use open them. it like once. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. I it's stopped like, bringing it. I just, I'm like, well, no, I'm bringing it. Even though, you know, I just, even I got a new laptop. I got the got light the one. Oh, yeah, so I so got the like, oh, I can bring one. it everywhere. <laughs> because the one that I had before that, I had since 2010. And that shit was a brick. <laughs> It was so heavy. Um But yeah, I feel like, you know, I have to give myself at times the weekends. I give myself like Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Because other than that, I feel like entrepreneur, freelance, you know, we're not the normal nine to five. Like it's all around yeah. the, the clock. It really never stops, especially when you're working on different projects at once. So say, for instance, like recently, like in May, I was producing the Beast Coast album release party. But, you know, I still have stuff that I'm managing with Deanna. So it's like I'm setting this hour to get stuff done for Beast Coast. And then I'm going and I have a conference call for Deanna. And then I'm writing back emails or sending an invoice. Mm. And then I'm going back Beast Coast stuff. then there's orders coming in, you know, for like things that we're ordering for the party and making sure I'm getting that. So it's like. (laughs) So how do you manage
0: your time? That sounds complicated. I honestly
1: don't know. (laughs) When people ask me that, I'm like. Good answer. I don't know. There's not, I don't, I don't know. It just happened. Every, every day is different. Yeah. Every day it's like, okay, what's priority? What has to get done? Yeah. Yeah. And every day is different. I really, I never know what's, what's to come. Would you ever go work a nine to five or have you? Um, no, actually, thankfully I've, (laughs) I've, but I have always, you know, like you always get to that, especially as a freelancer, you're like, fuck, I need a fucking job. (laughs) Like I can't do this anymore. I can't, no, you
0: know, no net forty-five. Because, yeah, like, because I'll pay you
1: in two years. Really, guys? Really great. <laughs> like recently, I've gotten some contracts with like it's net sixty, and I'm like net sixty. You're like, you need to pay me when the work is done. Um, <laughs> you know, I've I've been to that point yeah. so many times. I've taken interviews at, I think all the labels. Sure. And they've always been like. I always feel like it's like when they have conversations with me, they're like, "We can tell you'd be unhappy here," mm. and it's like I'm always like, "Oh, but I should do it just so I can have the experience, you know? Just do it, get it under my belt, and get it over with before, you know." That's another thing when I I was I would be like giving myself these crazy timelines. Oh, I should do the desk job before thirty, you know? Well, you got a year, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know, but um. I've been to that point. Yeah, I don't even know how many times. So, and then every time I get to that point, yeah, a crazy job comes, and then I'm like, okay, never mind. Just Bye, kidding.
0: Guys. <laughs> What's like the? This is something I actually haven't talked to a lot of entrepreneurs about, but something I've dealt with is you get to that point where you're like, because when you work for yourself, you're pitching your own business, you're sending your own invoices, you're taking your own meeting notes, mm-hmm. you're sending the follow ups, like you're literally doing every. Job and has like if you're in a restaurant you'd be like the cook the the hostess the marketing person the accountant like you're everything. Um, When you get to that point where you're just like fuck this like have you has that
1: ever taken you to like a dark place? Oh
0: yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd you
1: go, fam? (laughs) That's that's a good question. I definitely have been, and that was a time where I was like, okay, I'm I'm gonna make a resume. Um, I'm gonna send it out to people. <laughs> and then I was like freaking out because I'm like, oh shit, how am I gonna pay my rent next month? You know, because then I'm like, just following up, just following up <laughs> with like five people. <laughs> yeah. Who're just following up. Right. And yeah, it took me to a place of like, is this what I should be doing?
0: Yeah, a lot of should doubt, I Yeah, right? should I
1: be doing this? Yeah. Is, is this gonna last? How am I? And then it goes, then I'm going like into the future. Yep. I want a house one day. How am I gonna have a house? <laughs> you know living paycheck to paycheck or like not even knowing when my next check is coming which that's the tough part it's like so even then i'm like you know to be honest like i'm not a numbers person so Mm -hmm. you know i'm asking my best friend who's a number person numbers person you know how can i budget this out this Mm -hmm. check because Mm -hmm. when this one comes you know I right. got this to pay and I got that to pay and I'm only going to have this X yeah, amount. You don't left. have an accounting department. Yeah. I don't have an accounting department. Thankfully, my best friend is your accounting department is, is my accountant and she's, yeah, she's my accounting department. And now, like nice. in today, I am a QuickBooks user crushing and I have, a uh, the QuickBooks <laughs> on my phone and everything. I can enter all my info. Whew. Good yeah. stuff. Um, But yeah, like those places, I was just, I was just doubting myself. Is this what I should be doing? Mm -hmm. Should I just go work at a label, be a project manager? And yeah, I would, I would do great. But my whole thing, I think at times with labels was like, I don't want to them to stick me on a project where I'm like, Oh my gosh, I hate this. Because when it comes to even work I do now, I can't work on something or sell something if I don't like it imagine that yeah and i have and i've had to do that at times yeah i've had to do that in because i needed the money you yeah. know but i just was always like and you know and and that's to be able to do that and to like i guess in a sense you would say like be like picky mm-hmm. you know like i said like at times i was like okay i'm gonna do this because uh because i need it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but what I've liked with management now is that like I'm picking you know who I want to work with because I believe in them and I want and you know I want them to win and I and you know like if I believe in it that just makes it easier anytime if I'm going to a meeting or I'm telling a friend about it it just makes it that much easier because it's genuine. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, and yeah, and okay. I'm not forcing it. I'm like, um, you should like it because uh, mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> you know, I don't really like it, so <laughs> I get tell it. You. Yeah. Wow,
0: no, the dark place is a place that exists.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like I. I No one really talks about. No no one
0: talks about the side of freelance hustling where you literally don't know. Yeah, how you're gonna pay for shit. Yeah, how you're gonna pay for shit. And then all of a sudden, you get like twenty thousand dollar job, and you're like, holy shit!
1: Oh,
0: okay. I guess I'm doing the right thing,
1: right? Like, but even that, like, you know, like going through. I remember I went through a lot of where I'm like afraid to ask Mm. for a bigger, you know, amount. How do you know, like, when it's okay to ask? I feel like it It started to come to me when I realized, like, okay, I need to, like, I bring, I'm valuable. I'm bringing you this to the table, and that costs. Even, you know, there were so many we want to pick your brain meetings. Oh my God. I went through so many of those that they're just like, no, just come in the office. We want to pick your brain. Real and I would do those there. multiple times. Right. And then I was like, hmm, I can be charging people for that. I have it's a, called consulting, bro.
0: I have a friend, <laughs> Amir, uh, whose last name I won't say. Um, but he literally told me, he's like, yeah, I start charging a thousand bucks for those meetings. In like an hour. Yeah. If you want to yeah. sit down and pick my brain of, you know, 10, 20 years of experience in the industry that you're, you want to know more about, wow. you can pay me for that. Yeah. <laughs> and he told me that. And I was like, damn.
1: I was like, I must owe him thousands of dollars by now. Yeah. Thanks, Amir. <laughs> um, yeah. Like all yeah. of that was, was a moment where I was like, I would ask, yeah, my mentors, how, how much should I charge for this? How much yeah. do I charge for that? And it's funny now because now, in the position that I'm in now, as a manager, yeah. it's weird because I'm not asking for myself; I'm asking for my client. Right? And now, just it's so easy. as I, I'm, right. I crack myself up because I'm like, "Oh, what do they want? Okay, yeah, it's gonna be this amount. It's gonna be double." And then she'll <laughs> be like, "You don't think that's too much?" And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I no. love it." <laughs> because yeah. if they, you know, they came to you if they want you, they will pay. Right? And if they don't, that's fine. Somebody else will come along. That's true. And she's like, "Oh,
0: okay, heard you. got I, it." I actually knew it. I know a DJ in L.A., she's like super successful now, but when she was first starting, people weren't taking her seriously. And she was like, fuck this, I'm going to create. She created like an alias for herself that was her manager it with a different name. I know a few people that do that. You might know this person. Mm. Um, <laughs> and she started getting crazy offers. Yeah. Like, because she was asking for them yeah.
1: from a different place. Yep. Yeah. I know a few people that do it, and I'm always like, but what if they want a meeting with their manager?" then what? Tra- like, traveling. I didn't think about that. <laughs> yeah. would <laughs> just be like, yeah, they're traveling. They're out of office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, crazy yeah. though that, that, you know, that's the way yeah. that it works. It's like having somebody ask for you, then, then ask for yourself. It's like Cause major. it's always awkward. Even, yeah. Every time that I would be like, um, they'd be like, oh, you know, we want you to do this. And I'm like, um, that's, gonna, is, right. mm, I don't know why, but like, why, why is it weird to ask somebody to pay you <laughs> even just like, Okay, it's gonna be five thousand. Why? Right. Not everybody's like that. Though. No, people are like. A lot well, of I, people are not like. I don't that. have a problem. No, New Yorkers are not like that. I don't know. I'm just always like, <laughs> I don't know why. For me, it was hard at first. Where I was like,
0: I, oh, I have dealt oh, with oh, the same oh, oh, stuff. Oh, oh, oh. It has to do with like your confidence in yourself and
1: the way you value yourself, right? Would you see? So even me asking for money that go that went to back to the other problems that I was having, right? In my head, it's all related. Yeah, it's all like a yeah. part of the
0: same yeah. thing. Yeah, and oftentimes like. I mean, I hate to bring it back to gender, but it's a real thing. And especially in music. Yep. I've been, I'm, and we talked about this. Like, I've been one of the guys. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, I'm hearing yep. the stories about last night and, yep. da, 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 da. um, and I'm totally cool with that. I've always had so many guy friends in mm-hmm. my life. Um, but as a woman, you start to like internalize things. Yeah. And it's not that you like sit there like, I don't have value or nothing like that, but, You sit, you come from a place where you're like, Oh, maybe I should feel bad for asking for this. Like you've have like guilt about it and like when you really shouldn't, but there's been so many times in your life where you've been told like, um, Oh no, it's not worth that. Or, you know, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. And I struggled that for a long time. Now I'm like, nah, this is going to cost like, this is going
1: to cost this much. It's so weird. Yeah. Me too. Now I'm like, nope. Yeah. And if you don't want it, this, then, then cool. Then go find someone else. <laughs> okay. Bye. Right. You came to me. If you want me to do it, it's this. Yeah. Not going less than that. Yeah. It's so, it's so strange. Even just like, I'm thinking about it now, how I used to be yeah. and how I, now I'm just like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Let me know when to send the invoice. <laughs> Gonna need a deposit. Exactly. And I'm like, no, literally, I'm going to need a deposit before I do anything.
0: Yep. I started doing before that. Before
1: I lift a finger. Yeah.
0: So how do you, like, decompress from all the contracts and all the work shit and everything?
1: What's your What's your go-to? Honestly, I'm a movie person. Oh, yeah? Sick. I've loved movies. I grew up, I did not grow up religious. I grew up every Sunday. I went to the movies with my parents. Right. And, like, all my friends were always, every Monday in school, what movie did you say this weekend? <laughs> I love Sitting on my couch and watching a movie. Wow! Like it could be. I'm just. Sometimes I randomly just find things. Like I, I really like foreign films. Mm, um, I'm gonna have to hit subtitles, and I like them because I like to. I like how I have to be concentrated because I have to watch the picture and read subtitles most of the time. It's in the language. You're like fully into it. Yeah, and I'm like, if I, I don't. I usually don't even like watching them with people because. Yeah. They're always asking the question, and I'm like, man, I'm trying to read. I'm trying to shit. <laughs> um, and I, uh, I like cleaning. I have be the more the older I've gotten, I, uh I've become like OCD crazy. I've become my mom. Oh. Any um, any of my friends who know my mom, it's like the minute the garage door opens and she's sitting on the couch, she is screaming through the kitchen to the garage, take off your shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so don't oh my god i am becoming i am my I mother's know. child i'm just like I, i'm the friend of. it's like they're talking to me and i'm like "Yes." Yeah. Yeah, sliding the coaster your get your crumbs off the yeah. counter so <laughs> now it's like but i find like um cleaning Sorry. helps me like calm down yeah yeah decompress yeah yeah because you're fully into it and it's like an immediate result and i I like putting my music on and i'm like yeah and i'm like and then sooner or later i'm like oh shit i cleaned the whole house (laughs) like i'll even like the other day i was cleaning sneakers and my roommate was laughing at me because i was like i cleaned your sneakers thinking they were mine she was like i was looking at them like why are they so clean I was like I because we had the same pair, and I'm like I cleaned yours too. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna
0: come over and leave my. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming to current mood. Yeah, thank talking, you for having me talking about your moods. Yeah, big moods. <laughs> big <laughs> moods. All right, cool. Thanks, dude. Thank you. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to Current Mood on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Spotify and Anchor and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Also, join us on Instagram for some super cool visuals at currentmood.io. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. And if you really feel like reaching out, send a message. Tell us what you are feeling, please. Thanks so much.